When someone asks you what you want, like for dinner, or maybe it's even a bigger question, like where do you want to go on vacation? What do you say? Do you defer to whatever they choose? Most pleasers do. And this is really curious to me. Why do we do this? Why don't we feel okay speaking up and saying, you know, I think I'd like to go to the Grand Canyon next year. Oh my God. Yes, let's do it. Well, because most of us don't know what we want. We're so used to focusing outward on what everyone else wants and taking care of that, that we've really turned down the volume on our gut feelings, on our inner barometer, the things that help us point to our preferences, our opinions, our desires, our wants and our needs. Well, not anymore. Today, I'm going to guide you through five steps that will help you find yourself, listen to yourself, and get to know what your needs and wants are. Because they're in there, they're just buried. (laughs) It's called the U-turn exercise. And it kind of has a couple of meanings, like you are turning towards yourself instead of focusing outward. So it is like a literal U-turn in a car. But it's also a U-turn, like in... Y-O-U. Anyway, I thought that was kind of neat. So (laughs) that's beside the point. Let's get on with it, right? Here are the five steps to learning how to listen to yourself so you can figure out what you want. All right, I'll see you in a minute. Hey, it's Vicki Smith. Welcome to Power to the Pleasers podcast. Want to start doing things on your terms and finally feel confident just being yourself in relationships? Well, you've landed in the right place. Here we break down your people-pleasing and perfectionistic patterns so you can move from being polite and doing it right to showing up, speaking up, and even laughing it up with people. Not sure it's possible? Well, stick around, friend. I'll show you how. Hey, what is up? I am so glad to be back and hanging out with you today. I want to talk about how we can get to know ourselves, how we can start to listen to ourselves, because this is a little bit of a hurdle for people pleasers and perfectionists. We do struggle with knowing how to take care of ourselves, with knowing what we want, and uh, yeah, doing it. (laughs) We're so outwardly focused, right? We have gotten used to prioritizing the other people in our lives. And honestly, my clients recently have been just talking about how exhausted they are. And that's because they've hit a wall. We cannot continue to focus on other people all the time. We're going to find ourselves being tired and cranky and maybe we get sick or we feel so resentful and annoyed by people that we just avoid people for, you know, weeks at a time. Well, you know, okay, there's something we can do about this, y'all. I mean, it's time to focus on us. And when you don't know how to do that because you haven't done it a lot before, you might wonder, where do you even start? Well, that's what this whole episode is about. I know it's not an easy shift, but it is a necessary one. And there are stages to learning how to focus on ourselves because we don't want to freak ourselves out and feel like we're all selfish and all of those things. So let's break it down into some steps. And here's the first one. Awareness. 
You need to be aware that you have trained your emotional antennas to focus outward and pick up on what other people need. Now, we could have done this and learned this in our early kidhood so that we could feel connected and safe and, frankly, survive in our family. So let me be clear for a second. We, we didn't have to have an exceedingly difficult childhood family experience to become a people pleaser or a perfectionist. We could have done several things. We could have just mimicked a caretaker that we had. My mom was a great caretaker, and I learned a lot from her about how to go last, you know, whenever everybody's fixing their plate for dinner or something like that, right? So we could have just picked up on the things that our caregivers were doing around us. Maybe we were, I don't know, maybe we transferred schools when we were like seven and we knew we had to make friends fast. And so we just, you know, joined the group. We did what we had to to belong. It doesn't really matter how we got here, but we're here. And this has become our default position with people that we focus on them before ourselves. And when we're training ourselves to be perceptive, we get good at picking up on other people's emotional state, right? Their body language, their tone, etc. And we get good at picking up on their, their vibes, their energy. And one of two things happens when we train ourselves this way. We don't pick up on our own vibes at all. And our body signals and emotions are cut off from us. Those are vital things that we need to use, like our own antennas, like that's not good, don't keep going there, right? It it could be something as simple as we don't notice when we're tired or hungry or sad or things like that, right? So that's one thing. Another is when we do pick up on our own vibes, we override them. We hide our feelings, we smile, and we say yes when we're totally not into it. <laughs> um, lots of us end up with a huge pile of secret resentment from pushing down these internal signals. So step one is awareness. We just need to know that we've trained ourselves to do this. We've trained ourselves to focus outward. And there are some consequences of that, but we don't want to beat ourselves up for doing that. We chose to do that when we were young. We thought that that's what we were supposed to do, and we did it, and it stuck. But I want you to be hip to the scene on this. Know that your antennas focus outward. And if they do focus in at all, you have a tendency to dismiss them, discount them, or override them. So we want to start with being aware that we do have our own vibes, our own body signals, our own emotional signals, okay? Now that we have awareness, let's keep going. Step two, now it's time to learn the (laughs) U-turn. We bend that outward energy of what what do other people need? We bend that energy back towards ourselves and we use our keen perception that we have of picking up on things to learn what our own emotional state is sharing with us. Now, I love to use a tool that seems pretty elementary, but it's totally not. It's a feeling wheel. And you can Google feeling wheel and get a ton of options. And they're nice and pretty and color-coded to help you even more. But this this feeling wheel serves as a great starter kit when we begin the U-turn. And to take it up a notch, 
there is a feeling wheel that is associated with body sensations. And that just brings a whole nother level to the heart and body working together. And I will put a link in the show notes to where you can get that. It's a download. I think it's like $1.50 or something. But it's it's a really cool way to start um, kind of being more holistic with quote-unquote feelings. They are both physical sensations and emotions. So now that we're no longer in the dark about what is going on inside, after we do some feeling wheel exploration, um, and by the way, use the feeling wheel as just data. I always like to offer my clients, when you are collecting data, do it in the evening and do it in a way that you're reflecting on your day. And if you look at a feeling wheel and you just kind of check off or make a list of, yeah, I I think that's what was going on today. I was actually feeling irritated. No, I was feeling angry, right? There are different levels of anger. And you're starting to hone in on and put words to experiences. So if you want to use the feeling wheel so that you can begin to know yourself a little bit better in these ways, try reflecting at the end of the night and just list three to five words that make sense for how you went through your day, things that came up for you during the day. Okay, so after we're getting a little clearer about what's going on inside emotionally and physically, here is step three. It is a question that I love asking. I love asking my clients. I don't like asking myself because it brings me straight to the heart of the matter. It is, how am I feeling towards my feelings? Now with this question, we're beginning to practice staying with what we feel. And we're not overriding it. We're not discounting it or dismissing it immediately. I don't want you to underestimate this question. It is a huge step in focusing on you and learning how to take care of yourself. In other words, it's one of the biggest steps of the U-turn process. So a couple of things can happen when you answer this question. You're going to hear your critic at its two cents and you're going to feel the feelings more intensely. Please don't quit. (laughs) Please keep going with the U-turn process. Here's a way that you can when you hear your critic and the feelings get a little bit more intense. You can take some breaths. You can do some nervous system regulation exercises. I will put a link in the show notes for a little, um, yeah, a little freebie for you if you want to learn some of those. And you can practice mindfulness. Now, if you've never really practiced mindfulness before, all we're doing with mindfulness is learning to become an observer of our own internal experiences instead of blindly following the storyline of our minds. So mindfulness is kind of a Jedi Yoda kind of thing, right? We feel stuff and we know we are feeling stuff at the same time. So we ask the question, how am I feeling towards my feelings to add an observing mind to the equation, to bring in mindfulness. Because without the observer, we feel like we are the feeling. And when you're feeling something intensely, you're going to want to back away from it. And I want you to see if you can stay with it just through breathing, through helping your fight or flight, 
kind of calm just a little bit. I know that you're going to feel like you're merged with it or blended with the intensity of your pounding heartbeat or not in your stomach, but you can move through this. And this is part of the process of the U-turn. This is one of those hurdles of the U-turn. This is sometimes why there's a lot of um, escapism in our world these days, because when we feel something intensely, we don't want to feel it. So we go to scrolling or we go to eating or whatever, right? So I want you to know that when you're observing what you're feeling and maybe even naming it, you are not the feeling. You are experiencing the feeling, okay? If there was one thing that is the most important thing I go back to over and over in helping myself and clients untangle from the swirl of feelings, it is this question of how I feel towards my feelings. So please hang out in step three, okay? If you don't know how to unblend from how you feel, then it can kind of feel like you're in a car with no brakes. And if you're learning to be with your own experience, I know you're going to want to have some breaks. So sometimes you might have to separate from the experience of it, right? You might have to hit that brake pedal if it is absolutely too intense for you. That's okay. Take a break. Come back tomorrow, right? You've come this far. You can pick up right where you left off and keep going, okay? So here's a biggie, but I'm going to throw it out there to you because it hits on another important component of the U-turn, and that is step four, Ask yourself what you need to help get through this feeling. Ask yourself what you need that would feel supportive, helpful, comforting when you're having this uncomfortable feeling. I want you to start getting in the habit of flat out asking yourself what you need. This is one of the stumbling blocks that my clients find themselves judging themselves about, right? They often say, but my needs aren't that important or this person, yeah, everybody else's needs are more important, right? So know that this is a stumbling block. Go ahead and prepare yourself for it. Plan on it. But this is what the U-turn is all about, is figuring out what your needs are. Remember, your antennas have been focused outward, now they're going to be focused inward. Isn't that amazing? You are now paying attention to yourself. Oh my God, it's exciting. Okay, so when you ask yourself what you need, what would be soothing or comforting or helpful for you? I have a little helper for you. It's a fill-in-the-blank sentence. It is, I needed blank, but I got blank. What I mean by this question is, if we're not sure what we need help with, then look at it in a different angle. When we needed help in the past, but we got something else instead, that lets you know at least that thing that I got didn't work, right? Sometimes when people say, I don't know what I want, but I know what I don't want. This is what this question is asking, right? Just use memory as a guide here. So here's an example. Let's say I needed my kid to listen and get his shoes on when I asked. But what I got was his resistance and heard a bunch of complaining and it made us argue, right? So I would answer or fill in this blank with what I needed was 
cooperation. What I got was pushback. And then I might even add to it, and it made me feel irritated and rushed, right? So that's what I want you to think about is what I needed, but what I got instead was. It lets you know what's not working, and then you can kind of flip that, right? (laughs) I didn't need complaining and pushback. What I needed was somebody to say, got it, I'll get my shoes and meet you at the door in 10 minutes. It doesn't matter if it's realistic right now. I just want you to practice this U-turn and asking yourself what you actually need is part of the U-turn. Okay, number five, last point here, last question inquiry. How do I want to treat myself when I'm in this place? How do I want to treat myself when I'm in a place of need, right? When I need support or comfort or soothing, or I'm feeling irritable or scared or anxious. I know that you're probably tired of all the questions, but this is just new. And don't forget, it is quite necessary if you want to start learning what's going on inside of you instead of picking up on other people's vibes. So far, we've explored what we're feeling, our reaction to our feelings, and now what we do about what we have discovered. In this step right here, how do I want to treat myself? It could be the easiest step in theory. (laughs) I mean, we treat people very well. So we do this easily, right? But now it's U-turn time. And here we are in a little bit of a struggle situation, feeling anxious. Our stomach has a knot in it. Our heart's beating fast. And what do we need when we're in this place? We need some kind of comfort, right? We need some kind of support. So how do I want to treat myself when I'm in a place where I need comfort and support? To me, and this has not been easy, all right? But to me, Can I offer myself kindness right now? And what would kindness towards myself look like? So can you offer yourself kindness when you have an anxious feeling, your stomach has a knot in it, your heart's beating fast, you feel like you've just upset someone and they're walking away from a conversation hating you and thinking you're selfish? Can you offer yourselves a little bit of kindness? And what would that look like? Because all the love that you shoot out towards other people, the U-turn is how we channel that naturally occurring resource of love towards us. Instead of always reserving it for other people. So that is the U-turn. That is a step-by-step process of how you start to learn what you need and how to take care of yourself. At this point, you were equipped with some solid stepping stones, y'all. I know this is a new path, but there are stepping stones here. So I am going to, I'm actually going to send you or put in the show notes two different things. One is a mindfulness practice called RAIN, like rain from the sky, R-A-I-N. And 
it's from Tara Brock. She is a Buddhist psychologist and she teaches mindfulness. And if you've heard about rain before, you'll be like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's going to be a good one. Okay, look at this anyway, because I break down how to do it. If you've never heard of it, I think you're going to enjoy it. I am also going to put the nervous system regulation exercises in the show notes, and I will put the link to the feeling wheel that also includes physical sensations. You guys are stacked up at this point, okay? Y'all have so much to work from here. Okay, five steps to how to start doing the U-turn and be able to listen to yourself and begin to take care of yourselves. All right, this has been lovely and I can't wait to hang out with you again. Check out the show notes for all the goodies. Be well, friends. Hey, thanks so much for listening. If this has been helpful for you, I'd so appreciate it if you could take a moment and just rate and review, and then others might be able to find us more easily. And please also share with friends that could use this information too. Okay, thanks again, and I look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future. Take care.